Okay, so before we start the podcast, I just want to let you know that, hey, don't touch that, is brought to you, as always, by our friends at the Greenhouse Food and uh, Health Eatery. Actually, I don't think they're a health eatery, but they create some of the best sandwiches. Not sandwiches, fuck. Um, I might as well be high, but I'm probably half drunk. Anyways, they do some of the best uh, salads, paellas, uh, meal plans, and right now you can get uh, 10 meals at egh.ca for 100 bucks so that's a meal plan you're gonna need food uh they've saved my ass and my family's ass on many a nights um trying to figure out what to eat so go get them i have a personal story though they also in addition to their meal plans they also sell their dressings and sauces for the longest day like uh, the last couple weeks actually it's just like i didn't like eating salad and as a result, I was having issues on the uh, on the washroom. Anyway, uh, my buddy uh, Juan hooked me up with some of that infamous, f- delicious, the best salad dressing you've ever had. Their famous trademark, cocoa lime. And I started eating vegetables again. That's right. I started eating vegetables again. And today, man, I was regular, baby. It was great. So yeah, E-G-H-S-C-H, uh, let them know, let them know we sent you, and you might get a discount. I don't know what that discount is going to be, but you let them know. Uh, you can, they're on all delivery apps, but they also have their own website. So order off there, so they keep all their money, and they don't have to pay Skip the Dishes. They don't have to pay Uber Eats, they can just pay themselves. Alright, www.egh.ca. Welcome to Hey, Don't Touch That. I'm your host, Brian, joined once again with uh, my co-host, Jordan. Jordan, how's it going? Uh, not too bad. As you've uh, told me already, I look pretty disheveled. Yes. <laughs> and we're recording this, what, it's it's Tuesday night? Yeah. It's uh, different from our normally weekend show that we normally do. But uh, I'm going camping this weekend, so we decided to get one in early. Yeah. So for our uh, for our our listeners, mainly Selena, this is next week's episode. So, but this week, so we mm-hmm. get two episodes this week. We won't have an episode next week. So hopefully, we've made up. Uh, we've made it up to you somehow. Made up for that content. Yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> Never mind. I don't have a hashtag. I'm not quick enough right now. I'm surprised you have a hashtag, considering you're. Where you especially are in the dark ages. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Without your phone. Do you wanna let's talk about that? Uh do you know what I miss the most about having my phone? Uh Twitter. No. No. What is it? having access to podcasts and music during oh, my drive. Yeah. That okay. I could do without one. yeah, social media, I'm okay. Uh mm-hmm. Twitter. 
uh, during my breaks at work, I can check my Twitter if I need to, mm-hmm. but I feel very disconnected from everyone. Uh, I have, and it's because I don't have like just access to the news, access to podcasts. I've been driving. Uh, so this week I've been listening to music while I, I'm driving to work. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just uh, this quick thing I want to tell you. So my wife, my wife is, Okay, so everybody says that their wife is the best or the worst. Mine is like literally the most thoughtful person I know. Legit. That seems right? about right. I want to just start this off. Very thoughtful. As soon as I told her, yeah, it's going to be rough. I was, She saw me trying to download podcasts onto my work laptop. And I was going to oh, yeah. plug in my auxiliary cable. So she's like, oh, it's okay, honey. She puts aside the CD wallet that she, you know, full of her CDs on it. Very, very thoughtful. Uh, I had lots of music to choose from mm-hmm. or so I thought. <laughs> like, so we have, we clearly have very different tastes in music. Uh, my wife and I do have some, you know, I'm pretty open-minded. I'll listen to some of her stuff, but I definitely, uh, I definitely learned a lot about myself or I know, I know, I know what I like. And when I'm by myself and I'm listening to music, I don't want to listen to a bunch of um, potentially white people playing guitars, singing <laughs> songs or like singing weird songs. Which is, anyway, my wife listens to a lot of that. I like mm. to listen to, you know, rap and top 40 songs that remind me of my childhood. So like Creed she was a like Creed. You know what? <laughs> if, uh, if she had some Creed on there, it would have made one of my drives pretty good. So I'm, I'm listening. She has this one, one mix and it's just like, happy something about road tripping driving songs i'm like okay potential right because i don't know how many people are like myself but when i'm driving driving music involves rap rap is the perfect driving music oh yeah 100 percent. yeah no there was no rap on that cd there were a lot of uh acoustic <laughs> songs Ooh. aforementioned uh and then like just weird sounding stuff she also has a song this cd called music for freaks and, uh, <laughs> what I listened that? to it and I, I didn't like it. Do you know who saved the day though? Her friend Courtney. Shout out to Courtney. Made her this CD for her birthday called like uh, it was the top Billboard song uh-huh. of uh, the last. It was for her thirtieth birthday, and every year she was alive for her birthday week had the uh, Billboard song list. So thank goodness for that CD because I was able. There was some. There was a little bit of rap on there. Yeah, but it's tons of songs you could sing along to. So Probably some real hits. Oh yeah, Boys to Men, Mariah Carey. Ooh, some oh, yeah. bangers. Oh, there were so there was one year it was it was awesome. It was a um, Mariah Carey hero was uh, the number one hit in like nineteen ninety. <laughs> the next year it was uh it was Boys to Men and Mariah Carey One Sweet Day, mm-hmm. and the year after that it was um, End of the Road by Boys to Men. So I was just like, okay, that was a solid run. Three songs. Mm-hmm. I'm totally down. Other than that, though, other than not having music, I the only thing I missed was I wasn't able to talk to my friends. So, like you know, our buddy AJ's here. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on with him. I was uh, hoping to meet him up for lunch, but because I don't actually know his number and mm-hmm. he doesn't know mine, I can do that. So, yeah, and then but trying must, to record. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So it must be kind of nice being like not having to worry about anyone getting in contact with you. I mean, like you have no choice. Yeah. So you probably just don't even worry about it. Yeah, kind no. Of, kind of like for free and like you were back in the day. 
a little bit. I I wish you I could could have talked to you a little more. Yeah, that would have been nice today. I was like, uh, <laughs> Brad, are we doing this? Or... And then I get an email like two minutes before we're about to start. Here's the link. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I told you. I was like, I sent you an email like, a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah. You didn't reply to it. Who? Because you know, I don't remember. Like I look, normally look at my emails and then it's like, oh, okay. But normally, if you have it on text, you're like, oh, okay. you just, yeah. it's a little bit more important. You get, so many, you get so much spam by email, too. You clearly need uh, your spam blockers a little higher. Yeah, I don't know. I, Yeah, you're right. I definitely need, <laughs> I definitely need a, a spam blocker. Yeah. How was your, how was uh, life with, uh, with a cell phone, <laughs> buddy? You know, it was good, um, as usual. I... I gotta stay off Twitter. Like I don't. I got rid of. I got rid of Facebook. I don't look watch. Uh, look at Facebook anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I haven't for a while now. Uh, so I basically just like on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and a little bit of TikTok. Oh, you use the TikTok? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't use it. I just like view videos on it. And okay. I found this one. This one uh, guy. His name Mechanical. Mechanical Hub. Uh-huh. Uh, and he has, and he like demos a bunch of like plumbing tools on there. <laughs> so that's kind of got my interest a little bit. Uh, and then Twitter, of course, is just a mess right now, <laughs> especially in uh, the Euler Twitterverse. <laughs> What's wrong with the Euler Twitterverse right well, now? Well, everyone's freaking out over a trade that hasn't happened <laughs> about the Duncan <laughs> Keith thing. So, and who I... said what and what the, what the trade value would that's ridiculous right now. <laughs> the funny thing was uh, Robin Brownlee the other day had an article basically saying, yeah, do you realize the others are getting Duncan Keith? Because Bob Stoffer just lays out this entire argument of why it was a good yeah. idea. Yeah. And Bob Stoffer is a member of the Oilers propaganda team now. Yeah, but he, so in his opinion, he believes it's going to be a pick and a prospect, which is ridiculous standpoint like i and I, I don't really listen to stoffer anymore i listen i listen to gregor a lot more yeah and his whole point's like why would you give up a pick and a prospect uh for duncan keith right now you might as well wait till chicago buys him out and get him for half the price and don't have to give up anything yeah like it sounds like caleb jones caleb jones is gone no matter what like if he doesn't get traded he's probably gonna be picked up by seattle yeah that's what everyone seems to think which is sad he's a that was a good that was a good pick he is, but like we All have, things considered. we have so much D depth right now, especially on the left side. Yeah, well, no, I know that, but I mean, just I, it was just when they kept picking defensemen. Remember oh, yeah. around that time, he was, he was a good find. Yeah, yeah him and Bear, could. both of them. Yeah. yeah. So losing him, I'm kind of okay losing with him. On those, on that note, I saw another interesting article. Would you let Adam Larson walk, and then like empty out the vault for Dougie Hamilton? Ooh. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what the problem okay, the problem with that is uh, Dougie Hamilton's so good. He's a right D. No left. No, no, no. Mm. I think you're right. Okay, he's if he's a right D, yeah. I would probably say he, if he's a right D, yes. Yeah. But if he's lefty, no, because A, if you let Larson go, you just have Bouchard on the right. Yeah. Uh, but if he's a lefty, I mean, you already have nurse. He's basically like, like leadership group, if you will, mm-hmm. they're number, basic. Yeah. They're number one defenseman. I feel like they should get not a dunk, like 
a, like a, a veteran type that hopefully they don't have to pay that much for, mm-hmm. assuming Clefbaum doesn't come back. Which I, I'm not assuming he comes back. No, but there's a reason. Like, I don't know. It's very strange that Dougie Hamilton's moved so much in his career already. I know. There's got to be a and reason people, for that. People said his personality wasn't that great when he was in Calgary. Again, this is all, I don't know. You're this saying. is all just rumors, right? But yeah. he doesn't like to go out with, like, do team things and all that. So well, that's fine. That's fine. He can be the antisocial one. I had an antisocial coworker too, but she was not very good at her job and she was couldn't speak English very well. Hmm. Yeah, it's no good. Exactly. And exactly. No good at their job. Dougie Hamilton, very good at her job. Mm-hmm. He's job. very good. He is very good, though. So yeah. Dougie Hamilton would be a nice ad. Yeah. Um, but how much is going to cost you? Oh, it'll cost you. He'll probably get more than Connor's getting paid or close. He'd be your second highest player, I bet you. Paid player, I bet you. No. Yeah. You can't pay him more than you paid dry cycle in a, in a flat cap. I think he would get eight was what the number of floating around was. Wow. But yeah, you're right. The the big red flag. If, if it's he... eight, I don't think you do it then. I, okay. Like, I think that money's better well spent. Like, I'd rather, at that point, I'd rather bring just Barry back. And just... Oh, Tyson Barry? At like five mil, maybe. He's not going to, no. He, he, like, I think Seattle will just be able to pay him six or something. But I know eight's too much, I think. Yeah. And you, like I said you, earlier, you have that good point. He's bounced around so many, t- like so many mm-hmm. teams. Yeah, and it's like, why? That's that's definitely a red flag. Yeah, so. but too, if you sign him and you don't sign Larson, you still have that gap. Like you still have that. You still gotta get someone for that right defenseman role. He's the right. He plays right D, I think. Yeah, but like right now they need a right-handed defenseman, right? Like because they lost Barry. Oh, so right, they have right, Larson right. and Bouchard. If they lose Larson. And then you have Bouchard and Hamilton. And, and do you, like, how much do you really need Hamilton? I mean, like, he's more of an offensive kind of guy. It's offensive type. And you already have Bouchard and Nurse. They got to yeah, find but... it. I don't know. Okay. I'm not well, saying that I wouldn't. Like, if he came, he'd be awesome, probably. But I say for $8 million, I feel they can spend that money elsewhere. Maybe get a couple, two or three forwards up front to help. And then try to find one guy on D to fill in. <laughs> All right. On the topic, while we're on talking about hockey, I, I just want to know, how are you? Are you the fancy stats kind of guy? Like, are you into the advanced hockey? The an- analytics? No, not at all. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? No. So no, I, I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. No, I think, I feel there's a lot, like when you watch the game, uh, like you're going to see, it's like, well, yeah, I see what the, the stats say, but like watching them make stupid ass plays all the time just because they don't if he if he gives up the puck and then they don't score on it and doesn't go against one of their categories right i don't know like that was the thing with tyson barry i felt i felt like he did so good this year it's just like mm-hmm. yeah he why not why don't you resign him mm-hmm. but if you watched it of course he would have done well he done well he was on our power play with mcdavid right yeah granted right. he was a very talented offensive defenseman but it's just like he's not that good yeah, but if you watch him like in it, like handle the puck, like getting it out of the zone, he's quite good yeah. at it. Okay. But he did make like he's a bit undersized and he did make some not so great plays. But as a defensive defenseman, Larson would make not so great plays as well, right? Yeah. Fair enough. So I don't know. So the other's decor just needs to improve. One way. I or think another. the others in general need to improve. Need but... to include... They're goaltending. 
You're right. That's a broad statement. Their whole team needs to get better. <laughs> so, hey, so just a warning, listeners. This is a very sports-heavy show today because we don't have any guests. Mm-hmm. And Jordan and I, at heart, the reason why we're even friends is because we both like sports. That's right. All right. But first, we both like beer. We both like beer. And let's get on with our beer review. Right All right, on. Jordan, what do well, you have tonight? My wife was so gracious and she went to the farmer's market this weekend. Oh, wow. And she picked me up a selection of beer. So I'm drinking from the Ribstone Creek Brewery, the an East Central Alberta collaboration, the Belgian White. Oh, wow. It's a 5% in the tall can. Nice. What a considerate. Our wife, you know what? As much as you and I sometimes, I wouldn't say shit on our wives because we don't shit on them, but they, they're very, very like, like we did very well. thoughtful. We, you know we what? Left out. I was wrong. It's not just from, it's a collaboration. So it's from Cold Lake, Lakeland, Beaver River, Fourth Meridian, and Ribstone Creek Breweries. All five of them. Mm-hmm. It's a collab. All right. Ooh, so I'm excited for this one. Nice. My beer is also purchased was also purchased from my wife. It's the Bad Tattoo brewed right here in good old Penticton, BC. I'll take you to the pizza place uh, when you come here. It's the Imposter English Pale Ale. Imposter Pale That's Ale. What they call it. Yeah, I don't know why it's the Imposter Ale, but it says this extra special English Pale Ale with a biscuity malt character with subtle dark fruit sweetness paired with UK hops. For a clean hop carry. I don't know what any of that means, but it's 6%. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So we're going to get fucked up tonight on a Tuesday, my friend. <laughs> so, Jordan, what do you think of our last episode before we uh, continue? I thought it was good. I thought it was, uh, Matt was a very interesting guest. Um, and for the... Actually, I think for a lot of guests, we learn a bit more than we didn't know. Uh, yeah. But he actually opened up a lot more than... I uh, been a lot more than I thought he would. I, I guess if that's the right word. You know what? We completely drove by. What's that? <laughs> it was just like, uh, yeah. So I had, you know, I had a period of time where I was living out of my car, and you and I just like, <laughs> yeah. You and me were just like, totally forgot to ask. So, yeah. We should have like, asked. Oh, more. we should have asked more. No, it wasn't. I wasn't trying to avoid the conversation. It was just more like. I was. I went to ask my other questions, and it's just oh, I I wish we could have him back on. Just to we might have. I think we should have him back on because uh, I was telling you I played his game that we talked about. Yeah, just briefly we just said for our listeners. Which oh, game is it that? It was called the uh, oh, not the. It was called Invisible Hand. Uh, we I downloaded it from uh, I think it was itch.io. That sound yeah. right. Yeah. The problem is when I like I searched it, I had a hard time finding it. So we'll have to get maybe Matt on and. Ask him how a better way to find it. Maybe I'm just is, maybe I'm just not smart. But. No, 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 yeah, that that's a strong possibility. Yeah. But what we can do is we can post it on our we can post it on our Instagram. Instagram, app. yes. Hey, we don't touch that pod, and we'll put it in our description. So yeah. check it out. One thing that really struck me was that guy Matt is definitely like a man of integrity. Like you can totally tell it's just, I'm going to quit my really successful job yeah. and I'm going to do something that I want to do before I get too old. It's just like, yeah, I don't think I could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh Monique really uh, 
out hit her weight class with that one. If you know what yeah, I, mean. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, Matt, Matt's always been a nice guy. And then just to hear him tell his story, it's like, oh man, you're this outstanding man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you should have kids, man. <laughs> Fun fact is I actually kissed Matt Church once. <laughs> when was this? At my bachelor party. <laughs> Don't remember that. Well, yeah, I know you wouldn't give him a <laughs> You're too busy fighting a couch. <laughs> anyway, it was one of those, I had to get it. The only way I can get out of shots was to kiss people. Oh, okay. And he happened to be one of the victims, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure he'd, I'm sure he'd think it would be an honor. I'm sure, and I don't think he was expecting it either. <laughs> um, but yeah, his game, um, uh, it's not bad. I mean, it's definitely not like something you'd expect on a PlayStation or an Xbox. Mm-hmm. But the concept of the game is basically, I'm just going to dumb it down. You're a homeless guy or experience person experiencing experience, homelessness. Experience but you know what? homelessness. Yes. Um, it's kind of neat. You go around like talking, like asking people for change and stuff. And they're just like, I don't know. Or why don't you get a job? So there's lots of aspects to the game uh, that I haven't got into yet. Cause I just played it briefly, but I really think, um, uh, it was a game that had good intentions to bring awareness to a, a topic. So, yeah, I, th- uh, I'm going to just share that with some people at my work. They, mm-hmm. we work with a lot of, uh, people experiencing homelessness. One of our, and I think it'd be just perfect just to check it out. Yeah. I think actually, like, I'm not even, I'm just not even saying cause Matt's like a friend of ours, but it'd be a good game to like, give younger kids in school like it was a very simple game to play yeah uh and it'll be like a good experience for them to go through and have some responses to like you go up to people and ask for help and they're just like no i don't have change or i don't carry money on me or why don't you get a job i i know i'm repeating myself but you know just this is what it's like for (laughs) to be experiencing homelessness as you put it so yeah I had to correct the coworker on that today too. And she was like, she works with a lot of like people experiencing homelessness. What did she say? Just homeless? She said, uh, so in my, she sent me an email because she needed us to kind of check for one of our clients. It's just like, yeah, she's about to be homeless. And I'm just like, I didn't say it in the email, but when I handed her the check, I'm like, mm. you know what? <laughs> you meant, yeah, I felt you used some pretty stigmatizing language there. <laughs> just to give her a hard time. But, uh, yeah, not a... okay you need to explain to me what's like why can't you say homeless uh, it's because you, you're identifying somebody by by their diagnosis it's very so it's implying that they are homeless that's part of their identity versus experiencing homelessness is more like it's oh. it's person first uh person focused language i think it was a little uh, but when okay so if i didn't have a home and you called me homeless that would be true and then if yeah, I went and got a home, it, I would no longer be homeless. But it's very, it's very stigmatizing when you tell people I'm a homeless person because of all the baggage that comes with it. It's like gotcha. you're a failure versus I'm experiencing homelessness. It's like, it's, it's, but, it's like, if you told me that, I'd be like, so you're homeless. <laughs> this is why you and I, what, what's, what's the, like, what does hobo stand for now that we're on the topic? <laughs> Like, I'm not going to comment on that. Is it? I'm, I'm asking. You, I don't that's know. why we have Google. Is it homeless? But I'm going to Google it right now. 
No, don't die. What okay. does? So we were talking about a video game, <laughs> and we were saying it'd be a great educational tool, maybe just to destigmatize some aspects of pe- persons experiencing homelessness. <laughs> This is on the dude. Hobo, I'm just the dictionary on Google. It just means a homeless person, a tramp, or a vagrant. <laughs> oh, wait, in the US, a migrant worker. <laughs> oh man. It's not great. Oh god. Jeez. So you know what we're like when we have our, our wives on this episode in a couple of weeks from now. You know what we're discussing now. <laughs> we're going to get my wife on here. She's going to correct everything that I'm we gonna, were well, talking about. <laughs> these are words we grew up with. And I'm just, I, I don't know, people call him a hobo. <laughs> so now, now I know what it means. A homeless person, a tramp, or a vagrant. <laughs> or in the U.S., a migrant. I'm laughing at the way you're saying this. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's move on. Let's. All right. So let's get on with our first, seg- our second segment of this podcast. So about last week. All right. All righty. We'll start we with an- some good. Yeah, oh, we, go we have some good ones. I think we'll start with an incident that happened. Uh, it looks like June 28th at night. Um, so what happened is uh, I believe this was in a bar um, of standout kickboxer. Joe Schilling was in attendance. Oh, and uh, it looks like there's a video that came up. He was going to the washroom and there was a guy dancing with some girls in the middle. As he's walking past the guy, he kind of just puts his hand on his shoulders and gets him like just kind of moves him out of the way. The guy turns around and says something to Joe Schilling and then appears to pump fake at him. Mm-hmm. What's that? What's a pump fake? Uh, Kind of make a gesture to like make you flinch. Okay. Make the other guy flinch. And Joe Schilling's response was, Basically, the two-piece in a soda <laughs> knocked him the hell out. <laughs> uh, so, Joe Schilling claims that he was yelling racial slurs, whatever that means, I don't know, uh, because it, they appear just to be two white guys. <laughs> uh, but I'm not saying you can't say a racial slur to another white guy. Um, and Joe Schilling is claiming self-defense. Hmm. What is your take? Oh, Schilling did say I was scared for my life, which I do not believe. <laughs> so, okay. So just to add some context to this, because I saw this on, I think I sent this to you on Instagram and you already saw it. Mm-hmm. So what had happened was I think the whole night, apparently the gentleman, I'm not going to use his name because he doesn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. But the guy that was, that got punched was just making everybody uncomfortable at the bar um being saying racist things to the staff at the bar okay that makes more sense one of the things that he said apparently was broke ninjas don't like him and um don't like joe Schilling or the don't like him like okay he was referring to himself yeah we'll call it the uh the the line stepper anyway he so he was rapping very loudly and just being a dick so Joe Schilling went to the bathroom and then the whole night he was like making eyes with Joe Schilling's apparently mm-hmm. like they were, he was just being a dick in general. And then when Joe Schilling went, he didn't go to the bathroom, he went outside for a smoke. Mm-hmm. And when he came back in, he was, uh, he walked by, you know, the guy was in his way or sort of something. So he kind of just kind of gave him a little, not a push, but just, Hey, I'm here. Yep. And the guy originally walked back, like walked away, no problem. And then he saw that it was Joe Schilling, the person that he was, making eyes with the whole night. And then 
Yes, then he pump faked him, and then uh, he hit him with the the two piece in the soda. Did you, did this guy know who Joe Schilling was? No, no, well, of course not. <laughs> Big mistake, but yeah, I don't know. I think okay. So part of like so for me, it's just like I'm. It's the thing you kind of like. You just wish, praying that happens to you one day. You know, the annoying guy at a bar being a dick, mm-hmm. and the guy just steps, and then he gets a reality check. And I don't, I think if that was me in the same situation yeah. at the same, like if I was not myself today, you know, a dad and whatnot, if I was in my younger, in my twenties, I yeah. definitely would have done the same thing. That being said, it's just like, I probably wouldn't do it now because Joe Schilling's kind of in a lot of trouble. It was videotaped. Yeah. Uh, the guy is now going to press charges and then he's going to sue him civilly probably yeah that's right even though the bar staff everybody's saying yeah like joe was right in this that guy's being a total dick it turned out the guy uh actually beat an ex-girlfriend of his Mm -hmm. and reached out to joe Schilling allegedly and so it's not a nice person getting hit but at the same time a professional fighter uh hit yeah it doesn't it doesn't look good for joe it's not a good look yeah even though we may agree that the guy probably deserved it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It's for many reasons why you should stray away from that. It's just like, what happens if the guy hits his head and doesn't wake up and now all of a sudden it's manslaughter. Exactly. Wow, yeah. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. Hopefully Joe Schilling doesn't get, I don't know. He's going to too bad, money. but he's going to, yeah, he's going to lose something. He's going to lose some like. money in this. Like it's, very sad like he had put a price on that really but on the other hand on the other hand you kind of can Mm -hmm. so you really hope you honestly just just hope to god that uh it's not too bad but yeah i i i kind of i sympathize with joe Schilling, but you probably shouldn't hit the guy yeah i agree i agree soft (laughs) life is soft most people are soft uh okay let's go on to our next thing uh Actually, Brian, we didn't talk about this before. I'm just going to throw it in here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you know the story of Shikari Richardson? No. So I, you probably do. I just maybe just don't know the name. She's the uh, band sprinter from the U.S. Yeah. Basically, the fastest woman in the world, by according to her time, mm-hmm. uh, will not be going to the Olympics now because she failed a test for marijuana. Oh, my God. And it cost her a chance at running on the team relay in Tokyo. It's fucking bullshit. And her spot in the 100 meter. <sighs> Uh, very in this day and age, <laughs> why uh, marijuana is a banned substance? I don't know. Yeah. Do they, do they test for alcohol before the event? No, probably not. No. Eh? Yeah. And like it, it is noted that uh, she basically, they only test day of the race, like yeah. before the race. So it was like she was. No, I don't want to say high because she was had marijuana in her system during the race. Right. But most people agree that it has no performance enhancing benefit. Yeah. Uh, like, just let her run, man. I, yeah, okay, I so agree. that's the instinct. Let her run. Let her, like, she's the uncrowned champ from what you're telling me. Like, no yeah. one's going to touch her, right? She would have so been the, the heavy pers- favorite. Yeah, the person that wins that, and you, like, if I'm her competitor, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, let her in. I If I want to... If I want to win the gold medal, I want to do it against the best. I want to call myself mm-hmm. the fastest woman in the world. But at the same time, it's kind of a rule as well, right? It's like, yeah. I know it's, it's a stupid rule, 
yeah. but it's a rule nonetheless. It's it really yeah. sucks that you can't. Yeah. Like, and that's part of it's unfortunately that is part of sports, right? Showing up. Yeah. And that's part of being the best. It in is. The world. But to so, add and to add to the thing, uh, I think she was dealing with uh her mother just recently passed away as well. Uh yeah. And for like in an interview with her, she actually owned up to it. She's like, Well, I know the rules and I broke them pretty much is what she says, paraphrasing. Yeah. Uh so at least she owned up to it. I I basically she can't compete at uh the qualifying event, so that's why right. she's not going. Right. Uh, but I don't know. I feel it's the US, I, I feel the US could have just named her to the team anyway. Yeah, like, I think like <laughs> she's the fastest woman in the world right now. Yeah, like just just let her run, man. Let her run. So I feel sorry for her. I feel really bad. They should just yeah. let her do it. Yeah. It's and I think because of this, there needs to be changed to that rule. <laughs> I think, but what do I Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. It's it's a legal substance in a lot of well, it's starting to be definitely in North America. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's no you can do a lot worse than smoking pot so yeah mm-hmm. i agree what's the next um okay next one is uh the ncaa <laughs> finally has approved name image and likeness uh policy for the athletes starting july 1st nice. which means athletes can make money that's awesome which is huge do they so you told me about this what's the so what exactly, what does this exactly mean? Is it is it that the colleges are going to start paying them salaries? No, or no, is it no. just... So okay. basically what it means now is uh, these athletes can go out and use their name and likeness to make money where they couldn't okay. before. Okay. Hence like the whole Reg- Reggie Bush situation. If you remember, uh, yeah, he had all these things, but he, it's to found out that he accepted money and endorsements while he was right. in college right. and they stripped him of the Heisman. Because oh. now he's going back and be like, well, I want my Heisman back. But they're obviously, they're just like, well, no, the rules then were then and the rules now are what they are. So, but it's going to be good for like some of these, especially like college football, these athletes yeah. just uh, the, like NCAA was making money off them. Yeah. Right. And now it's a chance for these athletes finally to make money. So you see companies like Barstool, they have the Barstool athlete now. They're sponsoring a whole bunch of guys now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So all these athletes are getting a little bit of paid. It's good. It's nice because like for a lot of these athletes, they like people, I think people know what they don't hear is that they, yeah, they get scholarships. Mm-hmm. So that's basically pays for their tuition for classes. They don't actually attend. Yeah. The other thing is, but they still have to pay for things like food. They still have to pay for things right. like I think boarding and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And they're coming from homes that, like the parents don't have extra money to send them. So how else are gonna, they going to make, make money? Right. Exactly. A lot, like I remember in the uh, just, there's instances of college athletes like robbing people for, for money and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I, I just don't know how you can tell someone they can't make money off their own name. Yeah. When lots of these athletes have built their own following and Instagrams and yeah. social media nowadays too. Right. Yeah. Um, the one thing actually uh, Brennan Shaw brought up on his podcast was, what are you going to do when um, you start making money and you start getting taxed on it? Because colleges that are in Florida, no state tax, we're in California, you're paying a shitload of tax. Yeah. So now there might be a recruiting issue. Uh, lots more people going to Florida and Texas than they will to uh, like California. But they already states are going like to, that. they're already going to those schools even before. They're they the were, most- but I think like 
like like UCLA and um, whatever other schools are in USC. Yeah, USC, the big ones uh, that are in California or states with higher tax. Yeah, will start. It might be harder to get those recruits to come when they're like, "Why don't I just go to Texas, Florida, and take all my money?" You know what I mean? I think it's. But that was his point, and I think it's a fair point. I think it's a fair point, but at the same time, you're still like traditionally you're already competing against those schools anyway, and like there are like if you think college athletes aren't getting paid now, it's like no, they're still getting paid. It's just like there's going to be ways around it. I think, yeah. and yeah. I think ta- the tax implications of it, you mm-hmm. know, and just potentially being charged with tax evasion, it's going to be, it's going to be a thing, but it's, this is a, uh, this is a game of cat and mouse, even though it's illegal for them to make uh, money, they're going to find ways where it's not going to be like, they'll, they'll, I think athletes will be taken care of where there's an uh, interest for people to do so. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's awesome. I can't wait. It'd be like NCAA football. Did you ever did you play that video game? Uh, I did, and I didn't like it because, like, I yeah, you, you don't get any of the names. Now you do. I spent like I remember when I bought uh, one of the NCAA football games, and I literally spent like a day. I didn't play any of the sports. I just put people's names in there, and it wasn't all the all the teams, but it was all the ones I liked. Yeah, so I would have saved a lot of time, and you could buy memory cards back then with uh, the names already loaded and stuff. So it's nice to see that the college players will. A, be making money off of it, but B, it's like, it'll be nice to play those video games and not have to do that. Yeah, exactly. That'd be, well, a time saver for you and yeah. more people might actually buy the game, even yeah, though it's exactly. a huge game to begin with. That's right. Uh, okay. And our last item we have is uh, this weekend. We have a pretty big fight coming up. I think it's this weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, UFC 264, the trilogy, the final fight between, <laughs> well, I assume it's the final fight between Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Oh God. So I, in preparation for this podcast, this is like the most excited I've been to prepare for a podcast. I actually watched a bunch of old Connor fights and I wanted to watch the, the Poirier fight again that he, the last one he did. And a side note, after watching those fights, I was like, I can't wait to get back to training. Oh, I'm going back next week. Like I am going to kick some legs, man. I'm not going to lie. I could, I was so pumped. Okay. So did you watch, did you watch the, have you watched the Poirier fight lately? Did you watch uh, the first one and the second I one? I watched both, yeah. What did you notice between the two fights? What did I know? Well, I haven't watched them recently, but uh, what I noticed about the second one, obviously the calf kicks, but yeah. I, I thought in the earlier rounds, like McGregor was getting the best of them and like kind of the, bo- like the boxing. Yeah. Uh, and then McGregor, uh, Poirier started throwing in the calf kick and kind of changes the fight real quick. Yeah. So, okay. So here's the thing. I'm going to counter with that. Everyone really talks about how the calf kick was such a big factor in it. Mm-hmm. If you watch, if you watch the first fight and if you watch almost every Conor McGregor fight mm-hmm. before the the Poirier fight, that was the worst McGregor's looked. And it's not because his skills have eroded, but he basically, his thing has always been, he would set up, he sets up his punches with his kicks and he mm-hmm. does a lot of stuff to kind of take your, take your mind off of the fact that he's got a fucking nuclear left hand. Yeah. But he also uses, he, he does a lot of those lead leg uh, front kicks to the leg. Yeah. And he does that a lot and he just pokes around like it's a jab, but he also uses it to close distance. And that was one thing that he didn't do in the second Poirier fight. 
you watch him in the first Poirier fight, he's he looks like Conor McGregor. You know, long stance. He's throwing kicks, spinning heel kicks. Uh, you know, lots of those front leg, uh, front kicks to the leg, uh, front yeah. legs to the knee. But he's using it to get in tight. And then when he was in tight, he'll like throw his, uh, you know, the famous, it's a left-handed, it's a self-paw combination, but it's that uppercut. And he'll bring the overhand um, behind it. And that was how he was really getting, he guts a lot of his punches. He's just get into range, but you're using the uh, kicks to close range. Yeah. And then you just bomb away. He didn't do any of that. If you watch the second McGregor fight, he looked like that's the worst he looked. He doesn't kick. He he just he's plodding like a boxer. Yeah. It's just like he just lost his. How, I think how much do you think kick. is how much of that do you think is attributed to the fact that he was mainly training boxing probably before this, and he hasn't actually fought. And how yeah. long was it between that and the Khabib fight? That's what I thought too. I was or just was like, it the okay. Cerrone fight? Did he beat Cerrone, Cerrone or did he beat okay? He beat Cerrone. It was just Last. like, yeah, okay. I was like, okay, this must be a thing that he did after the, uh, because he was just training boxing for Mayweather. Yeah. You watch the Khabib fight. It's the same. Like he does not, he still is a very balanced mixed martial artist. He's kicking. Yeah. Uh, that was one thing, just a little sidebar. I gained so much respect after for McGregor again, watching the Khabib fight a second time. Like the first time you watch it, you're not really paying attention. You just, you just want your horse to win. Yeah, I was pulling for Khabib so hard, but when you watch that fight a second time, yeah, he was getting his ass kicked, but Khabib yeah. was working, like oh, he had to sure. work. Yeah. Like Connor's ground game isn't bad. His takedown defense is half decently solid, and when mm-hmm. Khabib got him down, like he wasn't, he would dominate, and he eventually would dominate. But that first round, he basically was trying to get into a position to punish Connor, mm-hmm. and McGregor was doing a lot of the right things, trying to keep his guard like it was tough for uh, Khabib to pass until he finally did yeah so that's my sidebar the Poirier fight he looked the second one he just didn't do any of the kicks man he just wanted to punch and I think at the end of the day that made it an easier fight for Poirier it was uh it was definitely like and you could tell that like the first fight Poirier was nervous but the second fight it was he was still nervous as well in the beginning like he didn't want to get hit with uh with any of uh, McGregor's punches it's it's going to be super super interesting yeah what, see how it's what's your take on the like last fight they were actually pretty pretty uh even cordial with each other like yeah. going leading up to the fight yeah and now it's back to <laughs> name calling posting pictures of uh each other's wives like trying to message him. Uh, like mcgregor just posted a picture of uh Poirier's wife trying to message him oh god so it's I was like oh god it's like Okay, well, whatever. I think all that stuff is just okay. So this is the other thing. It's all that's all like window dressing, man. You're at that level of fighting, yeah. and you fought a guy, you beat the guy. I don't think you can really fuck with his head anymore. Yeah, you can't really get him any more mad at you. And the thing with uh, the thing with this fight. So I want to ask you first. Okay, just do predictions. I have a prediction, but I want you to. What's your prediction for the fight? And what does Vegas say? What are the odds? If you don't mind pulling them up warm up uh i like actually i'm gonna say mcgregor okay. i just feel he has a lot more to lose in this fight if he loses yes. um yeah so i i think mcgregor is gonna come uh come back hard and i think he's gonna win it and i think he wins by knockout okay i'll so, try to find the odds for you here. okay while you're finding it i'm gonna just say i actually disagree okay 
the fight can go two ways. That's the thing. So if McGregor fights Poirier, like he's fought every other fight before this, you know, using his kicks to get into range, throwing more stuff, but really it's just to set up his left hand. Yeah. Poirier's going to have a tougher time with this. Um, McGregor is no joke to take down. He can, and I don't think Poirier's wrestling, like it's good, but I think he's going to have to work. Like McGregor was doing, I thought a decent job against Khabib. Um, the third round of their fight, I I don't think Khabib got him on the ground at all, or it was for a short period of time and McGregor eventually stood up. Mm -hmm. So I think if Poirier is going to try to wrestle him, it's, I think it's McGregor's fight to lose. That being said, did you know what this, the last fight actually reminded me of (laughs) Mm. again, Frankie Edgar, BJ Penn first fight. Okay. Okay. So. When and this is the one thing that I think a lot of guys who are undefeated they all when they have their first real loss and it's against it's a fight where they probably should have won or they could have won. Yeah, it's it's does something to them and I can't put my finger on it, but I reminded me of the BJ Penn fight because the first fight with him and uh, Frankie Edgar, you could see just way the way that Edgar was so like not hesitant but he respected BJ Penn. Yeah, totally respected him, but he was still, you know, he got his action in. And then after winning, it's like, okay, I can beat him. He's just a regular guy. The second fight, I think Frankie just steamrolled BJ because mm. we all thought, I thought that BJ would just learn and, you know, chalk it up to an experience. Yeah. This fight, so you can see it, the end of the McGregor Poirier fight, uh, the second one, poor, there came a point where Dustin Poirier, wasn't afraid of McGregor's punching anymore. Yeah. It was near the end when he caught him and it was right before uh, McGregor knocked him out. Everyone's like, oh yeah, calf kick, calf kick. It's like, no. Yeah, the calf kick worked, but it was really, it, it, like he, it was boxing that got him at the end of the day. And I think Poirier now kind of knows, he, he, you know, McGregor's not a boxing god. He might be really good, but yeah. Poirier's not that far behind. And yeah. I think that bit of confidence is bad news for McGregor. He's lost his aura. Yeah, it's the same thing with Anderson Silva, Chris yeah. Weidman, right? Yeah, well, we'll see. Like, I mean, I th- think that's the biggest reason why I like McGregor is like I yeah. think he knows uh, he loses his fight. There's not much for him. Well, maybe another Diaz fight. But anyway, the the odds and this was as of 12 hours ago. Okay. So I guess it may have changed, but as of 12 hours ago, uh, from the William Hill Sportsbook, McGregor was a favorite at one uh, minus 115. Okay, well, so it's Poirier, well, Poirier was uh, plus one hundred five. So okay, that's pretty pretty much even. And then, okay. quick quickly, your thoughts maybe on the co-main event? We have a uh, Wonder Boy against Gilbert oh. Burns, and Gilbert Burns is uh, or uh, Wonder Boy is a favorite at okay. minus one fifty five. Okay, but just just before let's just wind this back. I'm taking Poirier. Poirier you're taking McGregor. Do you want to? Yeah. We should put something. We should. We yeah, see you in a few weeks. We should bet like bet dinner. We're gonna bet dinner. Like, dinner. are we making it or are we buying? Uh, or or pack a beer or whatever buying okay uh, i don't have time to make food tell you what we'll bet both we'll met we'll we'll bet dinner and a pack of beer okay sounds good okay deal deal let's deal. go let's go kana <laughs> <laughs> okay so second fight yeah i'm glad you asked about this i so i don't know about you but after those tyron woodley fights i forgot how ridiculously talented uh wonder boy was oh, yeah. He's so good. 
Where did he did he have another fight after before his last one? He fought Luke. He, he just Luke beat Luke. Yeah, yeah. Did he have a fight before that? Yeah, I'm sure he did. I'll bring, I'll try to bring it up here. He beat the shit out of Vincente Luke Lupe. Luke, right? Did you yeah. watch that last fight? Yeah, he beat him pretty hard. Holy heavily. shit. Okay, so people who okay, so Ben, if you're listening to this, do not when you're trying to switch stances, don't switch stances like a certain former uh I wouldn't call him a trainer. Oh, sorry. Uh, Vicente Luque was in his last fight. He actually beat Jeff Neal in his last fight oh, okay. by decision. Then he beat Vicente Luque by decision. Before that, he lost to both Anthony Pettis. By that, but he was winning that fight until that like Superman punch off the cage, I think. Right? Okay. And then he lost to Darren Till before that. And then he beat Jorge Masvidal. Okay, okay. So, yeah. That's going back to 2017. Okay, I'll, I'll watch some more fights. <laughs> He's a fucking wizard, though. I mean, like, just his, the way he switches stances, there's a purpose to it. He's trying to confuse you, but he, he'll he do his switching while he's punching. So he'll do, a, just like in karate, where it's called a reverse punch or lunge punch. We call it yep. a cross. He will step forward with that. And it's just really difficult for people to pick up and yeah. when he's in southpaw that left hand is crazy so it's going to be crazy seeing him and gilbert burns go i don't have a prediction for this though i haven't seen gilbert burns fight at all no um he's a very good grappler a decent boxer um i'll make a prediction i think wonder is gonna win yeah i i'll say he wins by decision okay uh, and I feel if he wins, he'll be the next in line to fight Usman. I hope he oh, is okay. anyway. Anyway. Oh, that's going to be a bad fight for one point. <sighs> yeah, it might be. It might be. But uh, like he's hard to take down, surprisingly. That's true. So, But Usman's a freak, so I don't know. We'll see. And what's the name? Like Gilbert Burns is, would you say he's kind of like a poor man's UL Romero? Uh, Does he kind of remind you of him? No, a okay. little bit, just a little bit different style. I guess one's a wrestler and one's a jujitsu. Yeah, black belt. All right, never mind. I take that back. Good night. It should be a good, uh, good weekend of fights, though. I might mm, actually buy this pay per view. I wish I'm if I wasn't gone camping, I definitely would buy this pay per view, but I'll try to stream it on my phone or something. Yeah, you'll, you'll have service. You'll have service. I gotta figure something out. UFC, oh. I'll get the UFC up, uh, app. Get the. <laughs> All right. So any other news events? I think that does it. I hey? think that covers it. Okay. So in honor of Conor McGregor, so my, in honor of Conor McGregor's fight this week, our top three is going to be <laughs> top three fights, like dream fights slash fights you wish they had made, but are never going to. And I say this because I think Conor McGregor's career is like when it's all kind of said and done and it's a bit early to write him off, but I just think, you're kind of wanting more in terms of the fighting. Like obviously he's 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 done so good for as a, as a uh, a businessman, and that's as a fighter, get out while you can, making mm-hmm. the most money. And it doesn't matter how many fights you leave on the table. But for the purposes of this our, uh, of this podcast, uh, this it's going to be about the fights that were left on the table, or that we want to see still. Want to see slash probably, but probably oh, won't happen. Okay. Okay. All right. So number three, why don't you go? Uh, my number three actually is one I'm pretty sure we're not going to see. And given what's happened, uh, makes it very unlikely. But uh, I would have liked to have seen the Ferguson-Khabib fight. 
Okay. We were let down twice, I think, right? They yeah. went to the fight camps and Tony yeah. got injured and then Khabib had visa issues or something maybe. Or, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, just the build up for those fights were so good. Ferguson was unstoppable. Khabib was unstoppable at the time. Yeah. Uh, and now, of course, Tony's on like a three fight losing streak or four fight losing streak and Khabib's yeah. retired. So we're obviously not going to see that. But when during those hype videos, I don't think there's a person in the world that would have been like, I don't want to watch this fight. <laughs> that was the first time where I was like, I remember when the fight got canceled. The last time it got canceled, I was yeah. like pissed, like emotionally mad. You know, you're always kind of like, I was like, the Oilers losing a playoff series pissed. Like I would ruined my day when that happened. It was just yeah. like, God damn it. Why? That would have been such a good fight to see. Mm-hmm. And looking back, I, how do you think it would have gone? I think Khabib would have won. Yeah. To be quite honest, but everyone was very confident in Tony Ferguson style and game. Yeah. Everyone's like, Oh, Ferguson like is really good. He's got an amazing guard. Yeah. I just don't see. It's just like, how is he going to get his guard when Khabib's just focused on passing yeah. the whole time? And I feel lots of guys have gone in there against Khabib and everyone's like, oh, this this is the guy that's going to do yeah, it. Yeah. And then just Khabib just does his thing and that doesn't make it very far. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so number three for me is we're probably, like there's the ability to see this made. Mm-hmm but this fight will likely not happen just because of the people that are involved. So okay. I'm going to pick Max Holloway versus Conor McGregor. Oh, the rematch. The rematch. When you watch them in the first fight, it does not warrant a rematch. Um, mm-hmm. McGregor, like, I wouldn't say dominated, but it wasn't a really close fight. Like, it was just, I don't know, that whole McGregor run reminded me of... Uh, a gigantic long version of Lin Sanity. Like he couldn't be touched. <laughs> yeah. He was so good. He yeah. was so good. And it kind of reminded you like why it was so exciting to be a McGregor fan at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he just, it was just, just special. I think but Holloway though was hurt, right? He, he hurt that fight. Yeah. He, well, I thought, no, I thought McGregor, didn't McGregor get hurt in that fight? Didn't he like tear his ACL in that fight? Okay. Or am I thinking something totally different? Oh, we should fact check this before the pocket. No, no, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I just think like when you watch McGregor and Holloway, they both, both A, they both look like super young. McGregor yeah. didn't have the gorilla tattoo yet. No. Yeah. It's a wild and tattoo. Sec- Sorry? That's a wild tattoo. <laughs> yeah. And the second thing is just like, like Holloway did not fight like Max Holloway. Like you're used to all the volume. You're used to. Yeah. I think just... he's just better now, though. Like I think he's just exactly. that's just improvement and getting older. So it'd be good. That would be a great fight to see. Actually, he deserves it. I think of all the people, uh, Max Holloway, Holloway deserves that fight. Yeah. And then coming back to me, the second fight that I want to see um, that will never get made. Yeah. Is in the world of Muay Thai. It's a Pukau versus Yotsinklai. Who are these people? You might be wondering. Well, <laughs> Pukau, superstar uh, K1 Max champion. I think he's won it like three or four times. And Yotsinklai was just an amazing Muay Thai fighter. Um, yeah, like it was such. So 
just some history. So back in 2008, 2009, around that time when they had the contender Asia, uh, Yatsen Klai was uh, kind of, you know, got popular uh, around that time because he was the main, one of the main stars of that show. Yeah. And one of like, everybody wanted to see this fight. Like most casual Muay Thai fans, myself included, it was like, Oh, this would be awesome. Because you think it was, it would have been like the best two Westerners, best uh, Muay Thai fighters going at it. Little did we know it's like another story when it was actually in Thailand. Like they were like, I think Yod was considered one of the best Muay Thai fighters, but Bukau is not considered a high level Muay Thai fighter in, uh, in Thailand at the time. Mm -hmm. So, so do you know how, sorry, just a side note. I was just thinking about it. Do you know how here it's like, you know, uh, boxers are going downhill when they start doing celebrity boxing Yeah. in Thailand, uh, Thai fighters used to be going, considered going downhill when they fought mainly foreigners. Oh, okay. That's how fucking crazy, uh, ties in Thailand are with that one time. Anyway, that would have been a good fight. You'll never see it because, uh, Bukau only fights, only fights foreigners. And Yod Sinclair is uh, retiring, and they're both getting like they're both old, pretty older. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Like, Who do you think would have won? Uh, Yod. Did you say that already, and I just missed it? No, no. You didn't okay, say. You I, I, uh, I think he would have won. Yod Sinclair, like, yeah, he he would have. Uh, I think he would have beat Bukow just just based on the level of competition that he was mm. fighting at the time, and just yeah. Like I said, Bukau wasn't uh, from what I from, so this is just internet half-ass internet research. Yeah, he wasn't a great Muay Thai fighter. Like he was really good, but he wasn't like Yatsen Klai good. So yeah, yeah, right that's on. definitely a fight I would have wanted to see. Nice. Uh, okay, my for my number two. Uh, actually, I want to save this for number one. My number two is actually a fight that I thought we potentially were going to see, but uh, one guy's retired now, and the other guy. I don't know what's happening to him, but uh, the potential fight we could have seen between uh, Daniel Cormier and Brock Lesnar. I would have liked to have seen that. (laughs) That would have been nice to see. Um, Oh, man. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay. That would have been awesome to see. Okay. So this is now because this is in the realm of just, this is all speculation and this is fights, a fantasy fantasy fight. Is uh, Brock Lesnar pre-diverticulitis or post? Post, post. What? Yeah, I'm going to say post because the fight I wanted to see was them, like old Cormier, last fight before retirement against half juice Lesnar, (laughs) who looked jacked in that Mark Hunt fight for UFC 200. Yeah, because he was on the juice. He was on the salt. I'd I'd let Cormier juice for that one, even though he wouldn't because he's an all. TRT though, for sure. Yeah, TRT for sure. Just to that. just to get those natural testosterone levels higher again. Yeah, let him cut a few lbs for that fight. Yeah. No, no weight limit. No weight limit. No weight limit. Yeah. yeah. I don't want anybody sweet. cutting weight. Yeah, you're. I agree. And I believe it or not, would 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 think uh, Brock Lesnar would have won. And we're we're not letting like you can buy right by F five. By F5? By, by F5 oh, in the UFC the octagon. <laughs> I don't know. I, How crazy would that finish be? I'd lose oh, my mind. Insane. It'd be insane. I think, yeah, I think, uh, I want to say Cormier, but it's like, no, I want to say Brock. I want to say I, I'm Brock. I would want to see Brock win. And I partially think he would win. 
But like, if I was betting on it, I'd be like, yeah, this, I think Cormier's going to win. This. Yeah. Agreed. The guy's a bet. Possibly yeah. the second greatest fighter or third, second, probably top eight fighter of all time. You think uh, Cormier's top eight? In UFC, probably. Interesting. Okay. So just on the topic of Daniel Cormier, mm-hmm. let's say he never fights John Jones. Okay, so both those guys don't have a Cormier versus Jones fight on their uh, record. Yeah. Who is a better light heavyweight, John Jones or Daniel Cormier? Oh, John Jones. You still think, hey? Yeah. I. Okay. He the, the people he beat on his way to Cormier even was just unreal. And how he did it. I read a yeah. stat today that like he's he was taken down like once and hasn't been on his back for longer than like three seconds in any fights in like 13 years. Like how we crazy should, is that? We should call. We should have called this the John Jones Memorial uh, Top Three. Why? I think John Jones is coming back. Soon. Oh, he's coming back, but just if the, if the theme he's, is he's wasted. Jacked. If the theme is wasted potential, then right. I think okay. like John yeah, Jones. Makes sense. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway, my number one. I'm taking to okay. the squared circle. Uh, yeah. Prime. Okay. Prime. Scarecrow Sting. Yeah. Yeah. Against Prime Deadman Undertaker. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. And the way I envision it, it would be um, Hell in Sting. a Cell has to be. Yeah, Hell, yeah, has to be Hell in a Cell. The Undertaker would make his entrance to the ring, like his old Deadman persona, sit in the stand in the middle of the ring, and all of a sudden yeah. lights go off, and Sting gets lowered down to the rafters on top of the cage, and then the match just starts. <laughs> Sting versus the Undertaker, and the only, and I'm going to say Undertaker's winning that, just because it's the Undertaker and B Sting lost to Triple H. Okay, even That's though it was fair. old Sting. Okay, so is this taking place um, WCW or WWE? WWE. Okay, yeah. WWF. WWF. Okay, Undertaker wins it. Undertaker wins it. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so. My number one fight was actually your number three fight. Yeah, I know. It's uh, yeah, Khabib Loser. versus Tony Ferguson. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Loser. Yeah, I, I just I, that to me is still like the the fight that should have been made, and to me, it's just it's the epitome of like fights that should have happened. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, why couldn't they have gotten that? Everything just it was so cursed, you know? Yeah. I just wish they did it just to see it just. And honestly, if they did it now, I would still watch it. And I still would think Tony has a good chance of winning. (laughs) I don't, I disagree. I think not now. I think Tony would be destroyed. (laughs) You think just because he's just, just so beat up now. Fucking Oliveira took him down and held him down. What do you think Khabib would do? (laughs) Fair point. Uh, uh, I do have an honorable mention too. Okay. Prime James Petrick versus Prime Brian Kong. Oh, are you both, serious? Both with three cores lights in them. Oh fuck! I don't know what would have happened. I think we've we sparred a few times where it's it's uh yeah we sparred a few times that's your classic like grappler versus kickboxer like, it's just absolutely james would and claim his question mark kick was <laughs> top notch 
but but i don't know here's why james uh and when we did spar Mm -hmm. it actually it wasn't as close as you thought i think james (laughs) like as soon as it hit the ground it was just like like sort of how we go in jujitsu so Mm -hmm. it wasn't very exciting i don't and i think he probably would have tapped me but i just my thing was just i was as an mma fighter man like Mm -hmm. and my record shows i'm so in my head how I'm about so in my head? How okay? How about now? Now, James, I probably hasn't trained for fifteen months. Okay, at all. You've done some kickboxing. <sighs> yeah, and, and that's some, the thing. Like, uh, yeah, James Petrick has my number. I'm not gonna lie. You think it's James a mental Petrick game? Has, it's a mental game, and he does weird shit. I'll tell you that he has. He does the Billy Goat. He'll do the James kick, and yeah. I'm just so in my head, and also just insulted by some of the things that he does. The striking is a lot closer than it should be, and that never sat well with me. So, I'm gonna, you know what? I, it, as much as it pains me to say this, it's it'd be a close match. I feel James is kind of like the Keith Jardine, where like his striking is very, <laughs> it's effective, but it's just like, how is he doing so well? Yeah. Like, like I said, it's, you would imagine, you would think that if we were striking against each other, I would just blow him out of the water in practice. It doesn't go that way. Mm -hmm. Like it's so it's significantly closer than it ever should be. And I should be embarrassed. Um, before, before the pandemic, would you have had a weight advantage? What do you think it was close? I think it was close. Post pandemic. He's probably heavier. He is heavier than I am. I bet you. Mm -hmm. We'll have to, He's heavier than I am. We'll have to get him to respond to see. Yeah. To see. Okay. Just curious. Yeah. Honorable mention. All right. So dishonorable mentions. You and oh. I, I want you to pick. Fights so that, this, is, this is fights that happened, right? The fights that happened that had no business being made. <laughs> okay. And I want to know what yours is. Okay. Mine was almost, uh, uh, almost in the top three fights, but because it actually happened, yeah, it's gonna be dishonorable mention. I want to say Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao, and the reason for it is because Pacquiao had an injured shoulder, and it happened yeah. like five years too late. That's a good reason. Mm-hmm. That's a very good reason. I, uh, yeah, you just that was that's the thing about Floyd Mayweather. It's just like, like time history is always kind of like makes you look better than you really were. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't even bring this up when I'm like, Oh yeah. Mayweather. I was arguing with a friend like, Oh yeah. Mayweather's so good. He's one of the best of, of all time. He dodged so many fights and Pacquiao being the most egregious example of that. Yeah. They should have fought so many times, but Mayweather just wanted to, you know, just control it until he knew he could win. Yeah. So, sorry. They don't, he's not stupid. I'll tell you that much. Okay. So prime Manny Pacquiao, uh, no drug testing. Yeah. Against Prime Floyd Mayweather. Same no drug testing. Who wins? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I got to go with my boy Manny. Yeah. Yeah. That's all heart taking that vote. Yeah. 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 Especially uh, no drug testing. All Manny. All Manny. Before yeah. he found God, too. <laughs> what yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he found, like, this is, this is post, uh, this is pre, pre God. Uh, Pre God, I would say pre God. I would just say this is pre born again Manny. There's a difference. Yeah, he was a Catholic. He's a very he's a, before Manny knew, according yeah. to the t shirt. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's yours? That's, you know, you surprised me because I thought there were only two, uh, two picks for this. 
but mine is uh, Rampage versus Vanderlei Part Three. Ooh, okay, that'd be a good one. Do you know why? Because it was fucking horrible. That's why. I would say it was horrible. It was like it went as as you would have thought. Yeah. What did Rampage do to deserve a third match with Vanderlei when he got like you only have a rubber match when you won one of them? And yeah. it was such an egregious example of them, like just yeah, let's show. Just, that was just yeah, they're just trying to make money off yeah. both names, and both guys got paid. It's well, like, probably gonna... both guys probably didn't get paid all that much, to be honest. But and yeah, and it's just like okay, and we're not gonna let Vanderlei juice. That was the other thing. It's just like a real man would have been like, hey, no drug testing for this. We mm-hmm. cool? And they should have. But yeah, I that broke my heart when I saw that. Yeah, and I think it was it was a shaved head Vanderlei too. Oh, and that was post-surgery Vanderlei too, right? Oh, yeah. That was rough. Like the other person. correct answer to this would have been Chuck versus Tito 3. Very similar uh, circumstance. Yeah. You're trying to make money. And yeah. what did Tito do to deserve a, uh, a third match? Yeah. That was, that, that was the one that Oscar De La Hoya put on, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then All soon, right. the other answer would be the Oscar De La Hoya versus who's he fighting now? It was De La Hoya versus... Uh, he's fighting someone coming up. It's an MMA fighter. It's an old MMA fighter. Yeah. Let's pull that up. Pull that one up, young Jay. I'm bringing it up. <laughs> Next. I think it was... It's someone like... Oh, Vitor, yeah, Vitor Belfort, who's oh, Jew. Fuck. Okay, good. I want to see that fight. Against Oscar De La Hoya, it was probably like coming off his runs of coke. Yeah, oh god. Oscar's gonna Allegedly. get smoked. Yeah, I think I think Oscar's gonna get fucking like gonna unleash TRTV tour on Oscar De La Hoya, who likes dressing up in women's clothes. It's not good. It's not gonna be a good match. Yeah. Oof. All right. Oof. Well that was a solid top three. I thought that was uh oh you're still <laughs> still thinking about that V tour beating that's gonna happen. Oh god. Anyway, good top three, yeah. Good top three. Okay, so next segment, dad blog. You know one? <laughs> I do. Um, it's not really much as a story as um, we're going. As I said, we're going camping this weekend, and yeah. every and ever since we've had kids, or a kid, and now kids, going camping gives me so much anxiety. Yeah. Mainly about not nothing more than the sleep aspect of it. You sleep well now? No, no, like at home, like we get to control the variables, right? Like oh yeah, dark room, whatever, sound machines yeah. and all that stuff. But going out into the wild, my biggest concern, all even though I don't like I shouldn't really care, is the kid crying and waking other people up. Oh. Right? I don't like, and obviously we've gone camping and the kid cries, I'm sure it wakes people up, and I don't care. But it's a little bit of stressful. And then my wife's always kind of yipping at me too. It's just, it's not good. So I'm trying to keep a calm, cool. And, and parking this tent trailer sometimes is, oof, I tell you, yeah, yeah, I'm not good at moving these trailers. That's the one of the reasons I don't have one. Yeah. Like money's the other. And also um, pride. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I could imagine, man. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Like this weekend, uh, like Monroe's old enough where I think uh, she she's at the age now where she'd be easier to take camping. Just let her stay up a little bit later. Yeah. When it gets dark, she goes to sleep. Now yeah. it's now it's the eight week old. I'm worried about. Yeah. 
Uh, and every time it gets brought up, I don't really want to go because of the matter. My wife really wants to go. And then she's like, you hate camping. And I'm like, I don't hate camping. I love camping. I just don't like camping with young, young children <laughs> of hey. my own. I don't care if they're other people's. It's more my own. Kudos to you guys though. Hey, like, you know what? You guys have, uh, you guys get that Kong level respect where you were, I don't think we've ever taken our kids. Like, I don't think uh, any of my kids were that young. No, we like, this is yeah, like, this is really young. Like I'm, I'm almost born. I think we shouldn't do it, but I think you should. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, she'll just sleep. It's going to be nice and hot out. Yeah. Uh, right now she just sleeps all day anyway. For the, not for the most part, she's, she sleeps a lot. So as long as she sleeps a lot out there, I'll be happy. Nice. That's my yeah. dad blog. It's just things that change when you have kids. Like I used to love camping before. And now I still like camping. It's just a little bit of anxiety goes with it of all these different variables. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Um, my dad blog is going to be about the little guy again. I don't have really a story mm-hmm. either, but um, yeah, my, so so my son's not uh, as as much as I'd like to imagine him being like an idiot mm-hmm. or a caveman. He's not. He's actually quite smart, which is just not. <sighs> yeah, he's uh, very good at stacking things. Like he he wants to solve puzzles. He likes yeah. trying things and whatnot, and he learns really quickly. So that's good. Yeah. Well, so here's the example though. Um, when I give him a shower mm-hmm. or give him a bath, he hates having water poured over his head. Oh yeah. Can't stand it. So one time I was like, okay, man, let's go. Let's go. I'm pouring water over his head. He's fighting. He sounds it's he's making it sound like I'm waterboarding him. <laughs> like it's he's screaming. Yeah. Like it's just like, yo, you gotta stop, man. They're gonna think I'm beating you, right? Yeah. And if you're gonna scream like I'm beating you, I want to be beating you. Mm-hmm. Uh and then as but then uh, he found out that I would stop when he got too close to the edge of the bathtub. Because I would pour the water and it would land on the floor. And I didn't yeah. want that. So now, every time I've got the water, the little whale that I used to you know, pour water on the kids, yeah. he'll walk over to the, the bathtub, uh, to the side of the bathtub, and sort of like drape himself over it. Yeah. He's crying, but he looks like he's exasperated. Like he's so tired. <laughs> he's just like, like I have been waterboarding him. Yeah. Every time. So I'll... Uh, I'll basically, I'll like kind of fake going for it. Yeah. And he'll, he'll start walking towards the side of the tub because he doesn't want to get uh, water over his head. Yeah. So yeah, he's learning. <laughs> he's learning. Like, I, I mean, I'm still smarter than him. And yeah. sometimes I just like hold him in place. Yeah. And I just let him scream. Yeah. But he's learning. And it's, uh, it's kind of yeah. crazy. It's Monroe, crazy. Ha- Monroe hates that too. And I'm just like, okay, okay, no water on the head. And when she looks down, I just hammer her with it. <laughs> and then she just like puts her hands over her eyes. She's like, are you done? I was like, nope. I just keep hammering. Because I used to only do it like once or twice. But then I found out I wasn't getting all the shampoo out. So now I hit her like six or seven times over the head with it. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And then at the end, of, then she's like, you done? Once I'm done, I was like, okay, I'm done. And then she gets to play for like five or 10 minutes in the tub. So it's nice. Nice. So, she'll, so he'll get through it. Hopefully. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't care. Like your screams do nothing to me. Maybe he's having a panic, panic attack. Like his dad does in the water. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. He's pretty, uh, very much like me in a lot of ways, but. Well, he looks just like. 
Thanks, man. I think that's a compliment. At least you know he's yours. Exactly. Yeah, I know he's mine. That's the key. (laughs) That's the key. All right. Okay. Well, last segment, beer review. So you want to go? Sure. Uh, I was drinking the East Central collaboration of these five breweries in Central Alberta. Yeah. Uh, I had the Belgian White. And uh, it was okay. Oh. Uh, as far as Belgian Whites go, like I much prefer a Shock Top compared to this one. Really? Yeah, I like Shock Top. It's quite a good beer. Um, and for this one, I don't know. Maybe I was in the mood, but it just it was okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a 6.9. Oh. Oh, interesting. All right. It's not bad. Sounds like a solo. I really wanted to give it more too, but just wasn't feeling it. eh? Wasn't feeling it. Okay. Um, so I had the imposter English pale ale from bad tattoo. It was, uh, I was prepared actually not not to like this because I was trying to find the NEPA and I thought this was the NEPA and I found out it wasn't. Oh, even though it, it didn't say Nipa on it, so I don't know why I thought it was. I actually, just, sorry, just before you say that, I actually just bought a beer, or it came in this pack as well. That's a maybe a Nepa, a New England Pale Ale. Oh, it's not a India Pale Ale. It's gotcha. a Pale Ale. So it's probably not as hoppy, but it's probably going to be good. Yeah. So anyway, carry on. Uh, this is fucking delicious. <laughs> Really? Uh, yeah, I gotta. We gotta have some. I gotta. T- I mean, I don't know if you'll like it because you don't like hops, mm-hmm. but it's like the malt. It, it, it reminded, like it's kind of caramelly. It's got this weird dark biscuity taste to it. It actually does, and it still tastes like beer. So I'm actually gonna give this on a my regular five point scale. Yeah, this is a four point six. Four. Like I would drink, four point six out of five. Four point six out of five. I would drink Ooh. this again. Like I would reach for this. So, yeah. That's good. All right. Well, there we go. There we have it. Another episode of Hey, Don't Touch That. And uh, hopefully the sound quality is better this one time. Uh, there weren't any airplanes fire. Yeah, that's more. Uh, I'm going to put that more on Matt. Uh, but we will have him. I think we agree we're going to have him on again. So, uh, yeah. hopefully this time he closes the window and it's not as hot outside. Yeah. Well, that was me then. I, I had, I think, I had the sprinkler going too. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, you may, you may have been the sprinkler. I I'm saw probably... you. You're sweating bullets there in your hobo I'm clothing. <laughs> <laughs> your migrant worker clothing. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, go on. Oh shit, we we're supposed to do fan questions. We'll uh, do it next time. We'll, we'll do it next time. <laughs> Thanks for uh, listening, guys. Go to iTunes, give us a review, five stars, and we'll see you next time. Have a good night, good evening, good morning, whenever we talk to you. Bye now.